Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perik Chokdalad, Pasuk Tesvov, by Yehidavar Hashem Eli Lemor. And so we're going to have in Chokdalad the second of two Mishalim, two parables that are given directly to Yecheskel and Chokdalad. One we have had. It's a very dark, foreboding, hopeless scenario where Yechezkel is commanded to take this cauldron and put in the cauldron meat and water and straw and um, bones and the fire will be lit and of course it's representational of Yerushalayim that all its people are to be put in there and you can't mistake the analogy, they will be destroyed. And the Kodesh Baruch Hu says he himself will light the fire and they will be taken out the meat one by one, the choicest particles of meat to show that the people of Israel, the great ones, the tzaddikim, they'll be taken out and exiled piece by piece. And in the end, it leaves no hope in the last pasuk we learn I have said this, this is what I have done. I will not show any pity, I will not show any compassion. There will be no comfort because because of your ways, your sins, you have been judged. It's irrevocable. And as we close it, I myself, will light the fire of the cauldron. Now we come to another mashal in the parak, starting with Tesrov, which is so sad and so bleak, and yet somehow ends with a ray of hope, with a message of Nechama. So let's start. By Yidvar Hashem Elaylemar, Ben Adam, Hinini Lokeach Mimach, Es machmad einecha b'magefa. I am taking from you the machmad of your eyes, the dearest possession of your eyes, the love of your eyes in a plague. He is referring to, as the Radaksha say, Ishto, to Yechezkel's wife. He is saying, I am taking her in a magefa. And again, the Radaksha says, She wasn't sick a day. Before this, it comes suddenly. And the analogy is the base hamikdash. It will be destroyed right then and there. Suddenly, you weren't expecting it in a magefa. And so, moreover, says Hashem to Yecheskel. Below Tisvod, when she dies, you will not eulogize. Below Sivkeh, you will not cry. Below Sobodimoseh, and you will not shed tears. Exactly the opposite, as we see of the halachos of Avelus. Moreover, Hernek Dom, stop your groans that are consistent with Avelus. Um, be silent. Don't Do not make any sign of Avel. 
wear the crown of your head, which in this case, in our fortune, say, your trillin, your shell roach, the crown of your head, which normally on the first day of Avelis, before the nifter is buried, you don't put on trillin. Below Sivke, you do not cry, below Savodim Osecha, and your tears will not be shed. From this, the unfortunate say, we learn the actual halachos uh, of Avelis, and none of it is to be carried out here when your wife passes away. Wear shoes, which is, of course, contrary to what we do in our veilers. The low satom al shofam, do not veil your face or your lips. The lechem anashim lo sochel, don't eat other people's bread. We know that the ovel is to feed the ovel uh, while he is sitting shivel. Don't eat a thing that's not yours. And I told this Nebuah to the people that morning, that night my wife, as per the prophecy, dies, and I did the following morning just as you said. Announce her death, no signs of mourning, no signs of uh public availers or even private availers. And this is a terribly bleak thing. The, the, the Gomorrah in Sanhedrin, Chufez Amud Aleph, says um, that Kol Adam Shemesa Beishto Beyomov Olam Chashach Beado, that when a man's wife dies, in his lifetime. It is like the world has darkened for him. Um, and he gives this pasuk as the example for that, what the laws of Arbelus is, and it describes that it is like the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, which it is what it is here. Um, That kol adam sheisha meis, it's keilu beis hamikdash hoyacharov. It is like the beis hamikdash was destroyed, and that is the purpose of this mashal. This is what will happen to bnei Yisrael. And so, continuing with this mashal, vayomru elai ha'am, and they, when they hear the news. They say, what is this? Tagid lanu mo'ele lanu ki ata oseh. What are you doing? What is this all about? What is this meant to uh, express to us? The Omar alayhem, I said to them, Tibar Hashem haya elai lehmar, Chadishbor who spoke to me, Emor levesh Yisrael, say to the house of Israel, Ko amar adonai Elohim, hinini mechalel esmikdashi, just as I have destroyed your wife, suddenly, without warning, I am now destroying my temple. That is your strength. It uses the same expression, the glory of the light of your eyes as your wife. And your soul will be mourning over it. Uh, 
Uvenechem uvenoseichem asher azaltem becherev yipolu. And the children who have you have led astray, they will die by the sword. That is the Moshev. Vahasisim kasher asisi ashrafam. And you will do the same thing when the base Hamikdash is destroyed. No mourning, no public expression. Lo sochelu, or you will not eat the bread of others. Ufarachem al roshechem, and you will not wear the glory of the crown on your head, either the tefillin or headgear or hats. Vinalechem beraglechem, you will keep your shoes on. Lo sispedu, the lo sivku. And each person will mourn the, uh, his brother. And Yechezkel will be like a Mofes, a sign. Um, he will be a sign unto you and whatever he does, you are to do. And when you see this and you understand the contextual relationship between his first wife dying without warning and the base Hamik just being destroyed, and in both cases, there is no mourning. As Rashi says, with the base Hamikdash, you will not carry on mourning. There is no one left to mourn you, to console you. There will not be one amongst you who is not in Avelus. There has to be consolers in Avelus. You, uh, again, do not do, or you will not be able to cry. Simply, the Babylonians are there. They're not going to let you cry. They are taking you into exile. They are destroying you. So there will be no availers. Continues the Navi. The Adam. Hello, biyom kachti mehem esmeyuzam misosifartem. When I take from them the machmadenehem, again that expression, the treasure of their eyes, the most beloved of their of their eyes, that's masa nafsham, their soul, benehem, uvnosehem, their sons, their daughters. Now a strange thing happens. Bayom hahu yovo haprolit. A pullet will come to you. Pullet usually means a refugee or one who has escaped from some disaster. A pullet will come to you. And the Medrash tells us that on the 5th of Teves, five months later, the poet, who is the angel Michael, arrives in Bavel. Admittedly, that's a long time for the news to travel, but he informs Yechezkel in the Golos that Yerushalayim has been destroyed. A poet, a refugee, comes. Continues 
the Navi. He comes to tell you the news, the very sad destruction. But at that day, by Yom Hahu, Yifaseach Picha Esapolit, the Polit will open your eyes. He's saying to Yechezkel, up till now, I commanded you to be mute. Now you may open your mouth, the Tijaber, the Lotio You will not be mute anymore. The Hayisalachem Lemofes, you will be assigned the Yajuki Ani Hashem. And they will know I am God. What the Navi is being told here is that with the destruction comes a poet, the angel Michael. And the angel is there to both comfort you and to assure you that Nebua is still with you. The Kaddish Baruch Hu is going into exile with you. You will not lose the Nebua. You will not lose the powers of prophecy. And indeed, we will see for much of the remainder of Yechezkel a description of the Bayashlishi with dimensions and measurements. It's to give you hope. It's to give you an understanding that the Kaddish Baruch Hu hasn't performed Hester upon him where he hides his face, as it were. He is there very much with you. And from this, we're going to see that very shortly, the Bayashani will be rebuilt. And we learn again that no matter how dire our circumstances are, the Kaddish Baruch Hu does not abandon us. He is always with us. We will continue 8.45 a.m. tomorrow at time.